The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Horse racing, burgers, beer, and so much more. Have a winning weekend at newly remodeled Club Hawthorne betting bars featuring cash betting at points bet sportsbooks. Find a location near you at hawthornebettingbars.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. This is Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Friday five. What do you think of these bikes that have like these motors on them? Like you're not even pedaling bikes. Have you ever seen them? Like kids driving around in your neighborhood. If someone was just walking by with one of those bikes, they look like normal bikes, but you, they're they're like motorbikes. They got little motors on them. So they're basically like mopeds. Yeah. What are you calling them? Lazy? Are you going to well, be an old no, man I'm here? Not, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. What? What? I mean, do you think that's cool? Do you want one? I don't want one, no. no. I, I mean, like, car. if you were going to do that, would you? I know you have a car. But, like, if you wanted to zip around the neighborhood, would you rather get the exercise in by pedaling or you want one of these? No, I, I don't want one of those. Okay. Like, I, I, like, I don't mind going out for a bike ride. I find, though, that uh, some kids still like it. My kids don't care about riding a bike like we used to. I don't know if my kids are unique or if a lot of kids are like that these days. What is days. taking the place of the bike ride? I Just other I, stuff? Yeah, other stuff. I mean, like, look. We they, weren't they, a big bike ride family. Like, yeah. they could see the world with the iPad these days. Like, I try and get them out, you know, away from the iPad. We shoot hoops. We'll do play sports, stuff like that. But they don't, like, remember, the bike was the ticket to our world. Yeah. Like, if we didn't get out with the bike and to go see the neighborhood, we couldn't see the world any way else. Now you've got everything. Remember the rich kids had the mopeds, though? When a kid had in your neighborhood had a moped, he was like the coolest kid on the block. We didn't really have any really? kids with mopeds. Wow. Yeah. You guys are mopeds. Outpouring <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, let's bring in... Uh, Let's bring in Michael Wilbon. Usually on Wednesdays, uh, but uh, what we had a Sox game on Wednesday, didn't we? we Who are these Sox that you speak of? Sox doubleheader, yeah. yeah. By the way, Michael is brought to you by HawkAuto.com, Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, NVW, all in one place. HawkAuto.com, where Chicagoland saves big. Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Guess what today is? It's Wilbon Day. Woo-hoo! Chicago native Michael Wilbon, host of Pardon the Interruption with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Wilbon, uh, you were at the game. I heard you were uh, sitting with some important people at the Bears game. Do I have my information correct? Alvin Richard Dent? Otis Wilson? Yes. Yes, 85 Bears. Mike. Former Waddle teammate. That's right. How did they respond to what transpired on the field on Sunday? Um, you know what? They kind of have poker faces. They're not demonstrative. Mm-hmm. They're disappointed, but not demonstrative. And, I, and this is not the first time I have watched games in Soldier Field with Richard and with Otis. I have, I'm, I've, I've 
fortunately can say, and I think they would say this to you as well. I mean, we're friends, and I've watched with them and played golf with them and other stuff. But, you know, they're proud Bears, proud former Bears, proud guys wearing a Super Bowl championship ring, and lots of playoff appearances and all that kind of thing. And they, you know, I I think, and, and Tommy will know how this feels as a former Bear, I think everybody was just sort of disappointed, like angry disappointed. Yes. Like, are you serious? Yes. Like, this is what you're showing me? Yes. Like, we, we had this whole offseason. We've given everybody benefit of the doubt, and this is it? And that, that, I felt that was the tone. But, you know, but, but they're much more analytic. I mean, they have specific observations about specific people, and I don't, I, I don't want to get into that because that stuff is very much off the record. But, you know, it's always – look, I, I've always been grateful – for what I do to be able to have access to sit with guys. I've talked to you guys in the past, like sitting at NBA finals with Isaiah Thomas and Avery Johnson or Scotty for years, you know, when he was, when he was working at ESPN and I was lucky enough to share a set with him. And I, I, I'm lucky enough to, to be around guys like that where you can hear their honest assessment, sometimes of before things happen. And, you know, talking and listening to Richard and Otis is like a, you know, a PhD. Yeah. It's a grad school experience. So it was not fun. None, nothing about Sunday was fun, but 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 being with them. I, I don't think that the loss and how they lost and the opponent they lost to sat well with anyone, but I have to believe that there are some people that sit in some very high seats up at Hallis Hall that were more than a little chafed by what they saw, and, and it won't yeah. sit well with them also. Chafed. Chafed. That's a great word, Tommy. The, the, yeah. Uh, yes. That's it. And so I, I remember when I left, um, I had to rush to a flight uh, Sunday night to get Matthew back home for school on Monday here in Washington. And, you know, I remember I said to him, he said, Dad, what happens? So what happens in football now, like with the coaches? I said, well, they're gonna, those guys aren't going to sleep. They may watch film all night. They may meet. I don't know what the culture of this team is, this group of coaches. I said, but they need to be on red alert. They need to have, like, ab- actual urgency about mm-hmm. them on Monday morning as if this is week six and not week one. Because, you know, with, with all the changes they made to look exactly like they left off, and just it's unacceptable. Yes. And I said, so that's, I said, you know, I've been around Hall of Fame coaches and I have a sense of how they, how they react. And that's how this staff better react if they're going to be any good. I said earlier, I, I mean, immediately, I, if I was the coach of the team, which nobody wants me to be the coach of the team, we would have, I, I, we would have watched We would have watched this game together in one of those big auditorium rooms up at Hallis Hall with a giant television, offense, yeah. defense, special teams. Like, you can run, but you can't hide. Like, if you were one of the guys out there playing your ass off and doing what was expected of you, you got nothing right. to be embarrassed of. If you were someone right. out there blowing assignments and you were part of the problem and your effort was in question and you want to hide under your chair, yeah. no sale because all of that's going to be on the screen up there. So right. I don't know how they handled it, but that's how I would have. Well, and that's that's how it needed to be done, Tom. I'm, I'm with you on that. and And so now, you know... For some reason, I'm stubbornly, um, I'm stubbornly believing in them against Tampa Sunday. Me too. I'm stubbornly thinking, okay, if these guys have the pride that I thought I was beginning to sense in them, then, then 
one week is all, one week. They, you get fed up. You don't need two, three, four weeks to get fed up. Get fed up now and do something about it now, right now. Because, I mean, the Vikings aren't any good. I'm not even sure the Packers are any good. I don't know if they are or aren't. That, that performance didn't prove to me anything about the Packers. The Vikings are, are not any good. I mean, and I don't even, I mean, I know the Lions beat the Chiefs, and, and people expect a lot of the Lions, and I get that. I understand why, given what they did last year. But, you know, the Bears, everything about that on Sunday was unacceptable, and that's where they have to start. How do you feel about Justin after that game? Uh, I, I, I don't – I'm, like, not going to draw a conclusion on anybody after that game. He was disappointing. They all were. They all were. The coaching staff was. The, the, the Jets he was. I mean, they, they were – they were all disappointing, all of them, all of it. So, like, I'm not going to separate him out. I mean, I know, I know he's a quarterback, and most people will separate him out. I'm not going to. I want to I see what happens on Sunday. And I, I really am trying to start with a clean slate going into Sunday, and then we'll, I'll, I'll start making some judgments Sunday afternoon after, this, after week two. With that said, Sylvie painted a picture out there on Sunday like it was the loudest game that you've been to the ener- before the game, the like energy, pre-game, yeah. the energy. Didn't you feel like Bears fans came and they brought it before yes. the game and yes. that the optimism was overflowing? Oh, I know they did. I, we all felt the same way. The whole town felt the same way. And I, you know, I, let me say this. I, I think the from, from what the, the response that I heard post game and you know these couple of days afterwards, I I felt that the team understood it and felt the same way. And so that's one part of the reason I have, I have this stubborn belief in, in Sunday at Tampa. So we'll see if, if that's justifiable or not. Um, but, yeah, 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 people. So I'm on a flight back, and there are probably uh, a dozen Bears fans. We're all in jerseys and stuff because we always straight from Soldier Field on our flight. And there's like a dozen Packer fans. And these are Washingtonians who are flying back to D.C., but people who live are from are from either you know Wisconsin or Illinois, and Bears and Packers have been their lives, our lives, and you got a chance to talk to people about it. And even the, and, you know nobody's obnoxious on this flight back. I mean the Packer fans who are wearing you know Rogers jerseys and stuff, and they're like, dude, are you serious? We didn't expect that. They were like, no, we didn't expect it. But there was a there was a simmering anger about it. Like I flew all this way and spent this money, and I got that. <laughs> And I was so optimistic, and I, you gave me that. And there was a prevailing attitude. And so let's see if that in any way reflects how the team felt about the performance or if they sensed it and if it matters. It may not matter anyway. I mean, what fans do and say doesn't really ultimately matter. Sometimes it does because they, they can reflect uh, the entire mood of the place. And I think that may be the case from what happened Sunday. This was from the Tribune. I think this was from a day ago. We have not brought this up on the show yet because we've been talking about on-the-field stuff. The Tribune uh, wrote a day ago that the Chicago Bears said this is uh, this was in Thursday's edition. Chicago Bears said Wednesday they don't plan to pursue legislation to help build a new stadium during the Illinois General Assembly's fall session. That means proposals drafted by legislators this spring to help the Bears create a mega development in Arlington Heights where they purchase the former Arlington International Racecourse site will likely not be on the agenda in Springfield during the two-week veto session that begins in late October, slowing a potential move 
to the northwest suburb. Are you going to get your victory over us in this? Yeah. Did I ever sound surprised about it? Now, well, time no. out, time out. Well, time out, time out. I need a 20. I'll make it a full if I have to. Um, a victory over what? Like, you and I. There's, and, there's and not going to be a stadium in Arlington Heights. Well, okay, time out, time out. I get, I get my 20. Um, I think our stance here at the show, the Waddle and Sylvie show, is, is build me a paradise. They, initially, they said Arlington Heights. You and I have never said that it we're against building Heights, this right. in, in, in downtown. Just make sure that when you build it down here, you put all the bells and whistles and you do it the right way and you put everything oh, into it that, that we would have what up you guys there. Are doing. That's you guys what we said. Me down. No, what you we didn't. Said. We can get the tape. Okay. You, we, no, we can get the tape. We can get the tape. Here, we can get the tapes. We'll get the videotapes as well as the audio we, tapes. You guys, you guys shouted me down when I said, I don't want to hear about Arlington Heights. I said it week after week, month after month, more than a year. The stadium needs to be built on the lakefront. The there was no, there was the, nobody provided us any option. If you would have provided us an option downtown, would, yeah, we would I'm have not been all for it. Options. I just told you it wasn't going to happen. Do we need to go back and get the tapes? Plural. Yes. I told yeah, you what's going to happen. And it doesn't need to happen. Yeah, you will get. I will give you your 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 victory lap on saying it won't happen. And it wasn't. It didn't need to happen. It doesn't need oh, it to does. be there. Yeah, it it was garbage to uh, think about putting it there. That's uh, why. Look, uh, look, 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 here's look, the deal. Yeah. Don't. We're not. Listen. Everybody knows in town what I said. All right. Now you you guys know you're not going to soft pedal what you said versus what I said. Oh, I'm soft pedaling oh, right go now. Out I'm there, in my back pedal right now. To Arlington like Heights. Dion. Huh? What? What? Yeah, I told you yes. that was, it was never going to be Arlington Heights. Okay, fine. And, and, and by, by the way, by the way, I would, I would still vote for Arlington anybody. Heights over Soldier Field today. Listen, there's, I, there's no news story here. This is my opinion based on what I hear. What Speaking I feel. to really important people. Yeah, and, and, give it to and, us. And by give the it way, to us. And on. by the way, by the way, remember this. Remember this. Look, I live in a place where there's also a stadium issue and a stadium that's going to be built. And they're moving out of a stadium that's in the equivalent of Arlington Heights, to move back into an iconic location in the city. And let me just say to you that the NFL has preferences. And if you guys think that their preferences, Arlington Heights or Palatine or, Palatine or anywhere else except for the city of Chicago, let me just say this. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it fairly quietly for me. Say it slowly, too, be, so morons like me be, can hear it. No, no, no. I'm saying it's to very, two very smart people I know and love. <laughs> and you'd be stupid to think that. Okay? So wait, uh, I just want a clarification here. Your opinion is they're not going to build a stadium in Arlington My Heights. opinion is has been and always has been that the Bears need to be and need to figure out a way, along with the city and the park district, to make it work in Chicago on the lakefront. That's what I'm. That's what I've been. I'm not saying anything different today than I was saying. I might be a little bit more confident about it. I but, I think look, the disconnect for us is is like you've always just trumpeted Soldier Field. That's no, no, kind of, no, I don't care about Soldier Field. Soldier Field is euphemistic for the lakefront. You can't stay in Soldier well, you Field. You gotta Come speak on. slowly and can't use big words no, like that no, around us. No, you can't do no, that. No, you can't no, throw no, euphemistic. No, I got no. That is a fact. I've got 15 yards on you. I've got you guys saying 
tear down McCormick Place. Okay. I don't care how you do it. Build it on the lakefront. That's all I've said. It's going to stay in Soldier Field. And here's all That's we've said. That's not going to happen. Here's all we've said. Is all we it's too hard to get the soldier field. It's too hard to get there. There's too, too much traffic. That's and it. Too much problem. You're right. Huh? You're right. Huh? You got that right. Come on now. Yeah. We want yeah, a we beautiful new the stadium that is easy in and easy out. Who doesn't and if you want could that? Do You're not that getting easy in Chicago, easy out. Do You're it. not getting easy in, easy out. Well, then, Stop it. I need you guys don't go to enough games. Why is that asking for too much? And I said to you much? guys, Waddle got a police escort for all 18 years he That's played in the NFL. That's not true. That's you know how true. long it took Danny Zetterman to get home from, uh, from, from the Green Bay Packers? I don't care. Too long for to get home from all the places I go. I don't care. Two hours. I don't care. It took Zetterman two hours to get, get home from the Green Bay move. Then move. Then move? You're telling him to move? Not every Bears fan who's got tickets can move. And, and you know what? And now they can't move Arlington Heights. <laughs> they made There's him no easy in, easy out. You guys need to get it. You get you, but here's where you, you. Here's where two gentlemen of privilege don't understand. Look again. You're talking I've about you and all, Tony, right? Been, not me and Sylvie. You're talking about you 30. and Tony, right? Not me and Sylvie. No, no, no. Because I've been to all 30 NFL stadiums, actually 29. Have you? Can you guys say that? No, because we're not privileged like you. <laughs> okay, I drive. I have driven into and out of oh, every stadium no in the way. NFL no over way. the years. I know. Uh-uh. I don't believe Not that. No way for you. Okay, I have. And I, I can tell you right now, there ain't no easy in, easy out, so get over it. How about but easier in? Like Wilbon, can everyone just waves you through. I need easier in, easier out. How about That's that? That's better. No, you're not getting that either. And you're not getting it anywhere. Not in any state. Hard in, hard out. But give me a stadium where you think you get easy in, easy out. Tell me. What, so I can bust, I don't know. burst your bubble. Easier in, easier out. How about this, that? Just that stop. It's Sunday. You want easy in, easy out? Get yeah. YouTube TV and watch the damn game at home. That's what I do. <laughs> Until you build me something that is, you know, I can get in easier. And Mike, is it really that that much of an ask? Am I that pampered? That I want a stadium that has like twenty five foot corridors all around the inside, so that people aren't no, knocking people that. down no, and all that. No, you'll get that. You're going to get okay. that wherever they build it. Can I? Can I leave the building? To do with Arlington versus the Lakefront. Okay, like just, that has nothing to do with that. Mike, if you tell me we're going to knock down some stuff over there at McCormick Place, I'll bring a hammer and a shovel and I'll help with it. As <laughs> long as said, you show me the, the architectural I, plans, I, I can't show you anything because I'm not an insider. I'm telling you, the city, give me Don's number, the team, and the park district. Those are the three key entities. They got to get together and figure out. We don't it out. want That's the park district involved, do we, Mike? Seriously, well, they got to be. They own the they in the land there. Mm. Let's just buy it. Let's I mean, I don't from. want them involved either, Tommy. But I mean, that's the fact. Listen, you got, you got, you. If you try to move in other places, particularly in Cook County, then you got the county involved. So yeah. what's easier to deal with, the park district or the county? I don't know. I don't think there's a good answer to that. I don't think there is either. I think but the Bears, get I think a the Bears stadium right now, with wider you know concourses. So yeah. you know what? The concourse will be so wide you can take a nap there. You don't have to rush out at Thank it. God. And, and, and not just take a nap, but if I need to go to the restroom, I don't want to stand in line for 40 minutes the way that you well, do Well, you know now. what you can do? You can just walk. 
me on about 10 minutes in my apartment. Or cool. or I could just knock on your private suite and ask to use the bathroom in yeah. there. Listen, if There's I have one of those, you there. guys will be welcome. I swear to God you will. <laughs> you know who's the happiest people in the world right now that we're having this conversation? The cool. Bears, because we're not talking about their on-field <laughs> performance. Oh, there, we, we had plenty of time. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah we, we plenty of, I know. Not to mention plenty more weeks if, if, if we have to go back to that. Listen, I, I, I was really – I spent money to fly to this game, Matthew and I did last week. I was so excited. I was so optimistic. And that's not something I normally am. I, I, I can be hopeful. Hopeful and optimistic are not the same. I was both hopeful and optimistic. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, don't – you know, the Cubs need to pull out of this five out of seven, you know, losses, five games, five losses in seven nights with Steele going tonight. They need yes. to pull out of that. I, I, otherwise, tonight. I don't want to be disappointed over that, too. But, um, I yeah, the Bears, that was, that was about as big a disappointment for a single event. Yeah. Chicago's single event as we've had in a while. Maybe Mike, since I... the, the Green Bay game. No, not since then. Maybe since double joint. Maybe since double yeah. joint. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I know we're going to run out of time here in a little bit. And I want right. to get your take on it. Is the, is the best conversation in football right now, regardless of level, what's going on at Colorado with Dion and what yeah. he's got going? Yes. Yes. I, I, it's must-see TV. Yeah. And Jay Norvell obviously puts the, you know, yeah. brings Chicago back into play. Now, he was a teammate of yours, was he not? Uh, no, he was before me. He was before, so he, okay. I thought he might have, but he came back for a cup of coffee a second time, right? You know what? If he was a teammate of mine and I didn't know that, then that makes me even, I'm double dumb today. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I, it, but it, it, it's fascinating. Look, here's where he got himself in trouble. And I, look, and I, and I said this on, on PTI yesterday and today. My mother also told me, take your hat off and your sunglasses when you're talking to her. Jay Norvell didn't say anything untoward there. But why say that at all in that context? Yes. There's no reason to say that. Because what you're automatically doing is saying, what did Dion's mother teach him? Those are fighting words. Yeah. yeah, that's personal. It's personal. He knows that. Jay Norvell, you can tell he's not a stupid guy. You can tell he's a smart guy. He had to know that. Now, I don't know if he regretted it instantly. If he thought he was going to get a chuckle, I don't know. All I know is if I'm Dion and I'm hearing that, I don't need to be Dion. If I'm hearing that is. Michael Wilbur. Yeah. I'm angry. And well, you, I want to take him apart. Well, you're going to hang a hundred on him if you can. You hang a hundred on him. You, oh, oh, no question. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't be surprised if Dion called a timeout if he's yeah, up 20. I'm with you. To go for it. To keep going for it. All right, Wilbon. Have a great weekend, all right? Yes. Thank you, Mike. All right, you guys. Be good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Lakefront. Say it after me. One, two, three. Lakefront. Lakefront. Bye. Listen, I'll do the lakefront uh, thing. I know we've always said that. We yes. wanted to make it work where it was best for a new Just, great stadium. Do you know what they presented us? Rehab and Soldier Field. I don't want that. Well, originally they didn't present anything. They're like, they, oh, they were yeah, good the luck, party. bear. They're like, yeah. good luck, bears. You want to go? So, you want to go? Go. Yeah. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Good luck. Yes. Like, that was the original thing. They played a game of chicken. Yes. Then they realized, oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, they are going to buy something in Arlington Heights? Oh, we better get our stuff together. Then it was too late. Now, now it appears with Kevin Warren here, with the new mayor in town, it looks like they're, they're going to they're gonna go back. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, and I'm cool with that. Just make sure it is the same type of project that many of us thought they ultimately would build in Arlington Heights. All right. That's if, all. If you want to uh, talk some bears, 312-332-3776 on the field, what do you expect? Are the bear, What are we going to be talking about on Monday? Are we going to be talking about the bears finding their way and coming back with a win um, and and one and one and things settling down and the bears maybe settling into the season? Or are we going to be talking about chaos on Monday? And an 0-2 record facing a Kansas City team that will probably make them 0-3. 312-332-3776. We'll take all your calls coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Broadcast from seven years ago today. Seven years ago today, we broadcast from. Give me a town. Give me a town. We're just talking about the town. With Wilmot, Arlington Heights. Yes. Remember when uh, Ditka had a tra- oh, the trackside yeah. location? Yes, yeah. yeah. It took a picture. It just came up in my uh, my memories. Seven years ago today, our family, Allie, me, Braxton, Mason, Braxy was just a baby with Coach Ditka. Yes. And we, we would were- sit on that dais in front of the yes. entire crowd. Yes, in, at the uh, trackside location of Ditka's. On that table that sat up front. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's give away a gift card to Grand and Western Liquors. Uh, stock up for the uh, football weekend. Caller seven right now. Do we have a hot take time machine that you want to do? Is uh, it? A, no, it's a quick one. It, it, there's one from a couple days ago. I can read it to you. Yeah, you can read it to us. Right, uh, you want me to read it to you? Yeah, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Caller seven wins a gift card to Grand and Western Liquors, located at the corner of. I believe it's still Grand and Western. It is. It's where I get all the wine, all the beer, all the tequila, all the Tito's, all, all good that stuff. great stuff at Grand and Western Liquors. Say hi to Alex for us when you walk into the store. Say hey, Alex. Our buddies Waddle and Sylvie sent me. They told me this is the place where you should go pick up all my booze. So uh, Caller 7 wins a gift card to Grand and Western Liquors right now. What's the uh, hot take time machine? All right, so seven years ago, coincidentally. Oh, wow. Sylvie, you tweeted out, only, in all caps, this guy, Joe Bleepin' West, can insert himself into the middle of the story. Complete jerk move. Ridiculous. And I think he blew up a Kyle Hendricks no-hitter in the ninth inning. Oh, I, yeah, like, I, you know me, I, like, I hate ump shows. Yeah. I hate it. Joe West was bad at his job. Joe, during- Joe West hated us, too. He went, oh, he that's it, right. Yeah. I yeah, remember at the it. end yeah. when his wife found, when his wife came to, wasn't it she was listening to the show yes. and we were ripping Joe West well, I, know, I, was. I don't know. No, I don't think we were you ripping. You made a fat joke. I think it did. And, uh, and she it, heard. Yeah, I think it was, I, I forget what it was. I think it was a pretty solid joke. But, <laughs> but, it, but a very it personal probably, out of you. My bad. My bad. Something about a buffet line, maybe? Yeah, it's something like, it that, like yeah. that. Joe West never met a buffet line he didn't like. And, like, she happened to be in a cab or in an Uber from O'Hare going. He had just broken the record, right? Yeah, I think so. Pumping the most, For most games. most games ruined? 
<laughs> Very good. Another good one. Thank you. And the party was here in Chicago. And Jesse attended it. Yes. And, and so... So then she had heard our show when you made this joke, and then I started ripping him as an umpire. Yeah, and then I think she wanted us kidnapped and taken away. So then Jesse's hanging out with Joe. Joe goes, hey, to the wife, let me introduce you to my wife. This is Jesse Rogers from ESPN 1000 here in Chicago. And she goes, oh, my I was listening to this radio station, ESPN 1000, and your two hosts... We're ripping Joe. I'm going to text Jesse right now. And I think that's how the story goes. Um, it was pretty And Cap showed up to that party, didn't he? I think Cap was invited I to think Joe so. West's yeah. party. Yeah. Cap probably was ripping Joe West earlier in the day. Of course he was. And then went to the party of and had himself some shrimp cocktail and sure a couple of drinks. <laughs> yes. Mark in Dublin, what do you think is going to happen this weekend? Guys, I just want to make sure I dialed right. Is this the... Uh Chicago Bears crisis hotline. It is. What can we do for well, you? I, let's hope not. I mean, <laughs> it's only one game. There better not be a crisis yet. It's only one game, Sylvie. It's been 12 or 11. 11, that's and true. going yeah, on 12, and I'm going to tell you, you why it's you going on 12 in about a second. Last year's losses, Mark, don't well, stick it, to this it, one. It's still a streak, Waddle. All right, fine. They've lost 17 games in all, across three years and won three. So anyway, it's fair. First of all, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm at the end of my rope. I took all my jerseys. I took my helmet off of the shelf. I put it all in the crawl space. I'm I'm in a bad way. That <laughs> all aside, so I need you guys to talk me out of that. I need you to help me. That's dumb. That Come all aside, on. get I'm him gonna, out of the crawl space. I, you can't do that. I'm telling you. Listen. The Green Bay Packers have given the entire NFL the answers to the test on this team. They are going to the, the Bucks on Sunday are going to do exactly what the Packers did, and they're going to panic Justin Fields into doing exactly what he did on Sunday. Yeah, but Mark, they play different styles. Like the Packers play like ninety-five uh, okay. percent zone. So the the Tampa the Tampa. <laughs> Well, I'm saying they're not playing you, the same thing, Mark. I mean, you guys. I, I mean, you're crazy. They're going to adjust well, time their out, time out, time out. All I'm, Mark, all I'm referring to is is that you just said that the Bears or the Packers have the the, the Bucks play an entirely different defense. They may beat the Bears convincingly as well, but they're going to do things differently just based on how Todd Bowles runs his system. They're gonna they're gonna attack Justin. Because they know no one's going to hurt Mayfield, and he's going to have all day back there. They're going to run it. They're going to blitz Justin Fields all day long, and he's going to be—he's going to get happy feet, and he's going to start trying to run just like he did last week, and he's going to start throwing bad passes and making bad decisions. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. Okay, now that, call that, back you, on Monday. You may be right, Mark. I'm not suggesting you're not right. All I was referencing is, is if I was a team, that's I would implement the Green Bay Packer plan, which is rush four because you can get to our quarterback by rushing only four because our offensive line doesn't do a very good job protecting him. That means you get to drop seven. Todd Bowles is more aggressive than that. I don't expect to see the Bucks play 95% zone. I think they will take some chances with man. How the Bears handle that, we'll find out on Sunday. I like Mark because he's a good phone guy. He always has a crystal clear phone. 
Call back on Monday. We'll see if you're right. So if I could just call in with a good phone and make fart noises, it's, it's you would think you would appreciate battle. it? Okay. Half the battle. All right. Uh, Mike, you know, Old Irving, uh, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mike? Happy Friday, boys. Happy Hope Friday. Hope you get your drink on. Yeah, I get my drink it. on every night. Not every night. <laughs> well, not well, every hey, night. No. Obviously, we went into this season with a lot of optimism with Justin. Only been one week. You know, I want to be a little easy with the criticism. However, Waddle, let's yeah. look into the crystal ball here. Okay. What week is it going to take before we say, this isn't it, and we need to start looking at Caleb and what we have to do to get Caleb next year? You mean Caleb Williams from USC? Yeah. What week yeah. will it take? I, for me, it'll take it'll take to week seventeen. I mean, look, look, I, I'm 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 all in. Don't get me wrong, Mike. I have my reservations, and there may be moments between now and week eight or nine or ten where I start to lean in hard in one direction or the other. But this position is so hard to play, and it's so dependent on other things that I just think that you have to let it play out. You have to be 100% convinced on either side. Either he is our guy or he isn't our guy, and I just can't, as bad as it looked on Sunday, and as much, uh, like, listen, I, I could highlight three plays that leave me scared that the improvement isn't there. One was the sack in the red zone in the first half. The one was the fumble when he tucked and run, and the other one was the interception. Those, those three plays, along with not stepping up and throwing the ball downfield, leave me concerned. I'm not going to lie. But I'm also going to let this thing breathe before I do, me yes. personally, Mike, before I come uh, to a uh, long-term under- conclusion. There's no rush. Uh, right. uh, understood. And, and I'm, I'm not jumping the gun here i just the things that bother me the lack of going through progression the holding the ball way too long it just it the maturation should be a little bit further along than where it's at right now would you not agree no doubt and mike to add to your concern i will say this when you're in your third year in the nfl and you have played the position a very long time in your young life it happens more times than not that the light doesn't go on. Do you know what I'm saying? Like more times than not, the progress that you need to see in the areas that we're talking about, like it's it's either we've seen it by now or it's sometimes it's never going to be what you want it to be, if you know what I'm saying. But that's not Absolutely. 100% of the time. That's not 100%. I'm just worried that before we get into a contact extension with him, we've got to make. Yeah, no. Nobody's talking contract extension up there, trust me. No. No. Mike, thanks. Thanks, Well, and and to disagree with one thing on Wilbon, um, as far as easy in and easy out, I'm originally from Buffalo, New York. Orchard Park is around the same distance from Arlington Heights to downtown Chicago. Getting in and out of Buffalo is. 10 million times easier than There, there are field. plenty of places that you can get yes. in and out of yeah. without having to wait two hours. Like, Correct. You, you shouldn't have to retailgate again to get out of a parking lot. Correct. Or, like, have to go nor- south to go north. Like, I was hearing stories that, like, you had to go from one parking lot to another before you could even get out of Like, And, and remember... 30,000 people left after the pick six early in the fourth. Right. This wasn't a down-to-the-wire game no. where 60,000 people left at once. Like There should be it, – it, it shouldn't it take – It needs to be easier. Of course. It Railroad tracks to the west, uh, the lake to the, to the east – 
and then just Lakeshore Drive to the north and the south. It's not asking a lot to make it an easier commute for people. It's just not. Earl and Cicero, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Earl? You got to be quick. I, I took your call. Or do you want to oh, go no, ahead? No, I got you. I'll be quick. Yeah. You know, first of all, no offensive line and no defensive line equals lose. Having said that, the Bears were so embarrassed last week, I have to say, if Eberflus has, is worth any salt at all, he's going to have this team fired up to play. I believe the Bears are going to smoke him. I just, I've got this feeling, and if they're not, I'll, well, I'm actually going to the game. So I'm hoping I won't be uh, looking for the liquor store to get a bottle of Maker's Mark <laughs> oh, after you, the game. <laughs> well, you should be looking for the liquor store yeah, to celebrate. Right. Look, I, I agree with your premise, Earl, that if the coaching staff is good at their jobs, they will have this team ready to play. Whether or not they have the talent... At this point, especially in the trenches on both sides of the line, to run away from this Bucks team, that I question. But they certainly have enough talent if they go out there and they're prepared and guys do their jobs. They're talented enough to go to Tampa Bay and win this game. Yeah. Uh, so this is a pretty – This is a pretty. Uh, is this a surprise, would you say, Tyler, the story? I wasn't expecting it today. I had read that – Go well, ahead. You want to give the news yeah, first? Yeah, so the Cubs have activated Marcus Stroman. So he is now activated. Now they do have the extra roster spots there at twenty. You could be at twenty eight here in September. Um, but remember, he has not pitched in months. Uh, are, have they given uh, what his role will be? Will he come out of the bullpen? Yeah. So that's what I've been reading. Is that I believe that is probably the most likely plan here. Is that he'll come out of the bullpen at least initially, like not used as an opener or uh, will like a piggy. Like I heard Jesse say. Maybe it'll be a piggyback start with Assad or something like that. It's going to be interesting here. So, like, a lot of people thought with the injury originally that he may not pitch again this season. We've got, we've got uh, two weeks here, two-plus two weeks for Marcus Stroman to make an impact for tonight's the Tonight's a big game. Yeah, the, the next few weeks. No, I know, but tonight's a big game. Yeah. you got your best Well, they best better not meet him tonight. No, no, Which I know. Deal? I'm just saying tonight's a good, is a big game. I can feel it. It's a big game. Um, I had a big game feeling. So Marcus Stroman has been activated by the Cubs. So we will see the role, and uh, they're playing in Arizona. I'm sure David Ross will add some context to that uh, when he speaks. If we get more details on that, we will let you know. More of your calls on the Bears coming up next as we crosstalk, and it's all brought to you by Steinhoffels. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah, If you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. Don't forget, uh, we've got all your Bears action all weekend long, but especially on game day. Pre-game action begins at 8 in the morning. Black and Abdallah have that. Then it's Lance Briggs, Dion Miller, and me at uh, 10 a.m. And uh, Joniak and Thayer with the call at noon for the noon kick in Tampa. Uh, don't forget, I'll take your, your calls. We take your calls on pregames and postgames. We also take your calls at halftime. So if you have any thoughts, you don't have to wait till the postgame show. I will take your calls at halftime as well. So uh, 312-332-3776 is the phone number, as always, for the Bears Radio Network halftime show. And then, of course, uh, it's Yurko with Peggy, and then it's Meller with Pat the Designer and uh, Jason McKee. 
J-Mac also has uh, the sideline reporting. He's in the pregame show and has sidelines during the game and then is on the postgame show with Meller and Pat, the designer. So we've got so much uh, going on. Should we uh, get some predictions here? Uh, yeah, let's do it, this. Is Crosstalk right now brought to you by Steinhoffels. Uh, the new Harwood Heights store is open. They've got the sale going on there, the grand opening sales event. Uh, I also check out the one in Vernon Hills. Check them all out. Uh, they are awesome, especially if you're redi- redesigning the basement or you're looking to make your life a little more comfortable while watching your football this fall. So what's your what's your uh, look? I I th- I'm expecting a better effort. I, I'm demanding a better effort. Like they're not listening to me, but like if they don't come out and play significantly better, something's wrong. Something's really wrong. I think that it's going to be a struggle at the line of scrimmage because the Bucks have a very good front seven defensively. Offensively, we need to secure the line of scrimmage, protect our quarterback. I think there'll be some more designed runs. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. You may have to cover your eyes every now and again, look away, maybe throw up a couple of times. But uh, at the end of the day, I think that you will see some progress. You will see a team that um, will have taken the message. And I got Bears winning 20 to 19. I've got 20 to 17. Okay. 20 to 19. Yeah, I mean, we were not seeing a lot of offensive points. Well, you got to show me first. Yeah. You prove it to me that you, you know, you're... You're ready to light up a scoreboard, and then I'll I'll jump on that train. Meller, but, uh, Meller, and uh, Tyler, do you guys have a wins for the Bears? You know, unfortunately, I think the uh, secondary injuries are going to be a problem for the Bears. I got the Bucks winning this one, twenty-four to twenty. I'm not going to call you a hater for it. I could definitely see that being the uh, being the outcome. I'm with you guys. I think it's ugly, but I do think the Bears win 23-19. 23-19. So we're all kind of in, the in there. All right. Uh, thank you to Tom Thayer today. Also, uh, we talked to um, Michael Wilbon. Yes, we did. And yelled at each other. A lot of yelling today. Uh, Thanks to Tyler and Meller. We've got White Sox baseball coming up next. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. Go Bears. Yes, go Bears.